You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Welcome back to Teach Me the Bible podcast. My name is Alex Wolf. I'm here with Dr. David Klingler, and we are walking through the story of the Bible in a year. Uh, we find ourselves this uh, today in the book of John, so we're in the Gospels. Um, we've been kind of going through, we've, we've used the word, if you've been listening, synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, but today we're in something a little different. The gospel is a little bit different, <laughs> the, yeah. book, the book of John. And so uh, we're going to kind of dive in and, and see if we can wrap our minds around what specifically, what message John is trying to communicate in the way that he's trying to communicate it. So again, we're not uh, trying to recreate all the events by looking at all the different gospels at the same time. Rather, right. we're trying to understand each gospel uh, eat what each author is saying, what message he's uniquely trying to communicate with how he's telling his story. And so right. we're going to do that in John today. Right. And and uh, just a, a reminder of what, when we're talking about the synoptics, what, you know, and, and we, we've mentioned it uh, as we've gone through these weeks, but, uh, you know, the, the, there, there are three gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, that have a lot of the same wording mm-hmm. in a lot of the same order. Sometimes word for word, mm-hmm. right? And so, right. Um, either there's mirac- something miraculous going on here, or uh, we we learn we know from Luke, and and we're going to do uh, Luke in the in the couple uh, weeks to come mm-hmm. that um, uh, that he did some research, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was gathering some information, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, and so it's probably reasonable that he had. Uh, Matthew, maybe both Matthew and Mark, is in, in front of him as he's writing his mm-hmm. Gospel of uh, of Luke, um, and so uh, we we talk about uh, which Gospel came first. Was it you know we call it Markan priority mm-hmm. or uh, John? The the book we're going to be in today is is probably the last Gospel mm-hmm. that's written. Mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, and Luke were written b- uh, before, uh, but there are tremendous similarities. With Matthew, Mark, and Luke, in that there's wording that's identical, mm-hmm. uh, and so then uh, one area of New Testament studies has been to line up these three gospels and say where are they identical, where are they different, mm-hmm. and how does that affect the message of the book, and why is the author doing that? Mm-hmm. So, that, so it's a mm-hmm. study unto itself. Mm-hmm. John is telling his own story, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. So there are no parables in the Gospel of John like there were in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And John mm-hmm. is going to achieve his writing purpose in a different way. Right, right. right. Uh, and so in chapter 1, actually in chapter 1, John, yeah, I like that. He says, let me tell you what I'm going to tell you so that when I tell you, you know what it is I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> I like that, <laughs> right? Nice summary. Uh, it's beginning. a good communication strategy, right? Here's what I'm going to tell you, it. then I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to tell you what I told you. And, and this, is what he's, <laughs> this is what he's doing. Now, John, um, this is the, the, John is helpful because he tells us why he wrote. Mm-hmm. He, he said, okay, here's what I'm writing. Uh, and this is, we find this in chapter 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, verses uh, 30, 31. 
and and so this gives us a really good indication of at least part a part of why he wrote. And some would say, well, it is the indication why he wrote. Well, uh, we'll talk about that. But um, in chapter twenty one, if if he says, okay, that's why I wrote, you would expect it to be, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, this is chapter twenty. Verse 30, many other signs, uh, therefore, Jesus performed in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Mm-hmm. But these have been written so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing you would have life in his name. Okay, uh, We often emphasize verse 31 and not verse 30. Mm-hmm. And why do I make this point? Uh, many other signs Jesus therefore did performed in the presence of his disciples. Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm-hmm. It is the disciples' eyewitness account. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we tend to um, make the mistake of of putting ourselves in the story, at least when we like it, right? <laughs> when when we think that it it's relevant to us, or we right. want to be you know Moses, or we want to be David and slay Goliath, we stick ourselves <laughs> right in there. Uh, I could walk on the water. Yeah, no, you can't. Right. Uh, I, I could, uh, Good luck. you know, I could, no, 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 you can't. See, you're not a, you're, you're not Peter. You're not a disciple. That's you right. aren't. Jo- and so, uh, and so one of the key, uh, concept, key things to understand in New Testament is you aren't an apostle. Mm-hmm. You weren't there. You didn't see him. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is how John begins his story. So our faith is dependent upon the testimony of the apostles and prophets. Yeah. Uh, the, the prophets of the Old Testament and the apostles, and even more so the apostles, and Peter's going to say this in Second Peter, we're going to get to that way down the road. Yeah, right. Is because Peter says, we have the prophetic word made more sure. Yeah. We, we saw him. Yeah. We were with him on the holy mountain. Yeah. We, our hands handled him. We yeah. taught, this is first John. Yeah, and John this, is what, this, right? this is what John's doing this here, right? Point. And so, uh, and so in the beginning was the word, mm-hmm. and, and the word was with God, and the word was God, it was, or he was, at, at this point in the, you're probably reading it, it was in the beginning with God. The word was with God. Mm-hmm. And the word became flesh. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> you mean the word is a person? Yeah. All of the Old Testament testimony mm-hmm. walked onto the scene in the person of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? That's good. Uh, all that was was explained, all that was looked forward to uh, uh, in the law and the prophets and the Psalms, all parts of the Bible, right? The word became flesh mm-hmm. uh, and tabernacle among us, he's going to say. So So he was in the beginning with God. All things came into being uh, by it or by him, the word. Mm-hmm. And apart from it or apart from him, nothing is coming to being is coming to being. And it was life and life was the light of men. See, he's actually using a pronoun here that could be translated it, it or him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the word it or the... but. But when you keep reading, and there was a man sent from God, his name was John, he was a witness that he might bear witness of the light, bear witness of the, you're thinking, what? Well, bear witness of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not the light, he came to bear witness of the light. There is a true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. Uh, it was in the world and the world was made through it and the world did not know it or know him. It, it came to his own and his own did not receive him but uh, or receive it, Right. See, this both works for the person of Christ and the Word, mm-hmm. right? It, it the the Word came to Israel, came to His own, and His own they didn't receive it. We right? can do that though because we kind of know where it's headed. Oh yeah, well, and you're as, you're, the, yeah. as you're reading along, you're mm-hmm. saying this: all of this is true of the Word. Yeah. But when it, it hits you like a ton of bricks, and that Word became flesh, yeah. and you're going, wait a second, mm-hmm. 
Wait, wait a second. Back up. Read that again. Mm-hmm. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was He was in the beginning with mm-hmm. God. It's not just the Word on the page, but yeah. the Word incarnate. Wow. Uh, the the testimony that is contained in those words about the one who is coming walked onto the scene wow. in the person of Christ, and and we saw him. He he dwelt among us. He tabernacled among us. Mm. John says, and and we saw him, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, he just starts with some power, right? Oh, man. He just, yeah. <laughs> he just goes uh, right you know, into it. Yeah, he, he starts with a haymaker. You know, he, <laughs> right. he, he backs the right fist way up and he brings it from downtown and bow. You know, uh, John bore witness of him. He said, you know, the one who comes uh, uh, he, after me is a higher rank for he existed before me. For full, uh, for of his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Mm. The law was given through Moses. Now, we need to stop here and make sure we understand this verse. Grace and truth were realized in Christ Jesus. Um, we often has to have this misunderstanding of the Old Testament. Somehow God is a hard God in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament, he's like the, mm-hmm. you know, the doting grandfather. Of the, <laughs> right. you know, um, that somehow in the Old Testament, he was merciful or merciless, judgmental, all powerful, you know. You know, it's like the when when the genie comes out of the bottle, you know. The, yeah, right. No, no, no. Um, that in the Old Testament, the character of God was revealed. It was revealed to Moses. Mm-hmm. Grace and truth were revealed through the law, mm-hmm. revealed through the Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character of God: compassionate, gracious, slow mm-hmm. to anger, abounding in loving kindness and truth, full of grace, full of truth. That 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 character was revealed in spades in the Old Testament as Israel experienced the mm-hmm. loving kindness, forgiveness, For, right, forgiveness. and because the Father loved yeah. them, the discipline yeah. of the Father. Yeah. So grace and truth were given, revealed right. through Moses. Yeah. But in the person of Christ, grace and truth walked onto the scene. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I always like to emphasize, too, that you know, in, in the law, the, the judgments that Israel was receiving, that we watched them receive in the Old Testament, if you kind of back into the law, the whole point was so that you'll recognize— and repent, and when you repent, I'll have compassion on you and mercy on you. And so it it really all was heading towards God's mercy yeah. and uh, yeah. compassion anyways. And well, so, and, and they're, they needed to recognize there was no salvation, deliverance in any other God. Right. And that this only this God had provided the ultimate salvation and deliverance in mm-hmm. the promise and person of his right. son, the Christ. That's and, good. Uh, and so yeah. to reject the Lord is to reject the rock of his salvation. And mm-hmm. and so th- this was a, a grace and truth revealed in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. The whole Old Testament was looking for this one to come, and mm-hmm. here he has come. And, wow. and so... Uh, and, and so this is kind of the, we call this the prologue, chapters one, verses one through 18, and that kind of sets the stage for this is where this thing's headed. And, That's and good. so, so John the Baptist comes on the scene and, uh, and off we go. And, uh, and, uh, right away in the Gospel of John, you, you're an- introduced to the antagonist, the, uh, the, the, the problem, the, the Pharisees, right, right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, uh, so what what then follows in chapters end of chapter one all the way down really through chapter eleven mm-hmm. chapter twelve are these signs that Jesus does. Mm-hmm. Um, we say seven signs. Actually, the biggest sign uh, 
that Jesus is the Christ, his resurrection, which isn't counted as one of the seven. Right. It's a pretty big one, a pretty big <laughs> oversight. But nonetheless, we like the number seven as Christians. Yeah, that's right. If we can make something about two or you know three or seven, we're gonna we're gonna do that. But uh, but you know these are the seven uh, seven signs. But interspersed, and this is important, in between these signs are Jesus' words, mm-hmm. right? And so. Uh, the words and the works both together testify that Jesus is the Christ, and mm-hmm. and and so that's how John is uh, is establishing uh, that Jesus is the Christ, the promised one. All of the signs of the Old Testament, uh, the words, the Word became flesh, and so Jesus's words match the words of the Old Testament, the words of the prophets, the words of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, his signs fulfill yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the um, uh, what what was foretold in the Old Testament, uh, and so they witnessed it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, John is accomplishing this uh, his his strategy in a, in a different yeah. way. He he sets up that he intersperses the words and works together, uh, and then uh, Jesus uh, raises. Lazarus from the dead in chapter eleven, chapter twelve. The 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 tension is rising, uh, and they're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. The the, mm-hmm. the Pharisees, the uh, Israel rejecting Israel is going to kill the Lord, and and so you get this giant section. This is yeah. chapters thirteen through seventeen. We call this the upper room discourse, mm-hmm. um, where Jesus explains to his disciples what's been going on, what he's been doing in his ministry, right. right. Um, uh, he, he's explaining that the Father sent him, the Word became flesh, uh, and he has gathered these disciples, and he's revealed himself to the disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Word, he is the Word personified. He is the Word of the Father, and right. he has given the words of the Father, the words which he's received, the words which he is mm-hmm. to the disciples. They've yeah. received those words they have believed those words, and those words have made them clean. Mm-hmm. And now he says, I'm going to back to the Father, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not coming, mm-hmm. at least not yet. Mm-hmm. You're staying here in the world, right? Mm-hmm. The world hated me. The world will hate, hate you. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm going to send you a helper, mm-hmm. uh, and that helper is going to help you in several ways. It's going to call to your remembrance all that I said to you. Uh, because you now, disciples, are going to be entrusted with the word, the very word that gives life, mm-hmm. that works, that that gives eternal life, even in the absence of the incarnate word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're going to be entrusted with the word and sent out into the world right. uh, to bear fruit. Yeah. And that's right? a key part of the story, Oh, it's right? a key the, part the, of the story. Things are happening in his absence. Absolutely. Just because he says it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the disciples... Are exp- what's it, their ministry is explained to them that he's going back to the Father, he's going to send them the helper, mm-hmm. and that helper is not only, only going to help them mm-hmm. in calling to their remembrance all that Jesus said and did because they're being entrusted with the word, but it will also affect the others. Uh, the, the Spirit will also convict the world of sin, mm-hmm. of righteousness, and of judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and so as they are proclaiming the word, uh, through the ministry of the Spirit, the, the Spirit working in their lives, the disciples' lives who've been entrusted with the Word, so also the Spirit will be working on the other end of that equation to the to hearers, convict. to the world, mm-hmm. to convict them of their sin of righteousness and of judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the goal is that they would bear fruit for eternal life. I am the vine, Jesus says to his disciples, and y'all are the branches. If you, disciples, abide in me, Jesus, 
you will bear much fruit. Mm -hmm. And that fruit are the people who will believe in me through your word. In fact, that's what he prays in chapter 17. We call it the high priestly prayer. Mm -hmm. Jesus prays for uh, himself. He prays for his disciples Mm -hmm. in his absence. And then he prays not only for these, it says this is in chapter 17, verse 20. I pray not only for these, uh, but for all of those who will believe in me through their word. Mm. Uh, that the, the words of the disciples uh, are going to be the words of life, right? Uh, and so this is going to be so central to John, Peter, James, uh, you know, the, these, uh, all of these, these disciples afterwards, uh, that you, believers, you have to listen to our words because we have seen our hands handled. So we have the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the prophetic word made more sure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so chapters uh, 18, mm-hmm. uh, 19, 20, Christ's death, burial, resurrection, mm-hmm. all kinds of irony things going on in here. Right. But then in chapter 21, so why is chapter 21 there? Well, um, Back in the in the Christ's arrest, Peter rejects Christ. Um, these these disciples were were selected and entrusted with the word in Christ's absence to bear fruit. His death, burial, resurrection, as was foretold, he's ascended to the Father, and there they are fishing. <laughs> gonna, excuse me. Um, what are Strange. y'all doing? Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in other words, are they doing? Yeah. what they were entrusted to do in the upper room discourse and the mm. whole ministry, why they were trained, why they were taught, and why they were sent the helper. And, uh, and, uh, and they're not, right? After these things, Jesus revealed himself to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and he uh, revealed himself in this way. And, and here they are, and uh, they're back to, you know, kind of where Jesus found them, fishing. And he says, children, do, do you have any fish? And they said, no, we don't have any fish. <laughs> cast your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find a cast. And they cast their, uh, you know, their nets, and they weren't able to haul it in. And I like Peter, man. He, you know, Peter gets a bad rap. I mean, immediately, it's the Lord, and, and out the boat he goes, you know. Didn't worry about rowing. Yeah, yeah forget this, man. I, I, you know, as fast as he can get. Now, this is the same Peter who uh, previously in the story had rejected uh, rejected Christ. And mm. uh, and so Jesus uh, makes them breakfast, and and this is the, uh, the uh, recommissioning of mm. he denied him three times. He's going to be reinstated three times. But 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 not only that. But it's it's feed my lambs. It's shepherd my sheep. It's mm. oh feed them with what? Well feed them with the word. Right. You've been entrusted with the word. You give them what was entrusted to you. Uh, and, uh, and and so uh, we we know the rest of the story. Uh, uh, I think that they left their fishing nets and they, they did okay. <laughs> and so so the gospel of John, he came to his own, but his own did not receive him, mm-hmm. but whoever receives him. And yeah. so so John is telling the same story. He came mm-hmm. to his own. Israel's going to reject, but whoever receives him. And so you're going to get this whoever all the way through the story in yeah. places like the Samaritan woman and yeah. all that. And so, right. so the gospel, uh, Christ is being rejected by Israel and uh, whoever might receive him. To them, he's giving them eternal life through the uh, through the word, through the word incarnate, and through yeah. the words of the apostles, the testimony of the apostles. Uh, the Spirit comes and and gives yeah. eternal life, and yeah. so 
Uh, and so the Gospel of John is accomplishing the exact same thing, mm-hmm. uh, telling the same part of the story as Matthew and Mark and Luke, mm-hmm. uh, but it's achieving it in a different way with a different emphasis, yeah. right? And the emphasis here, um, and you could say it is also in uh, uh, in Matthew, is the test of the eyewitness testimony, testimony, right. uh, and, and the the words of Christ, mm-hmm. the words of the uh, of the disciples are the words that make you clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's that's. So important would you say in John, there's sort of less of an emphasis than on, you know, Israel's rejecting gospels going to the Gentiles. Uh, so like Matthew, we talked about in previous weeks that that was a a really. Um, no, it's it, it's there. It's there. No, it's it's yeah. absolutely it's absolutely there. Um, uh, the Pharisees therefore said to one another. Uh, you see, uh, uh, this is back in chapter 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, he raises Lazarus. Uh, you know, he raises Lazarus from the dead, and the Pharisees don't like this. And so their plan is to kill Lazarus again. Mm-hmm. Going, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, and so f- uh, for this cause, also the multitude went and met him because they heard that he had performed this sign, that he had mm-hmm. raised Lazarus. The Pharisees therefore said to one another, this is chapter 12, verse 19, you see, uh, that you are not doing any good. Look, the world has gone after him. Now, uh, there were certain Greeks among those who were mm-hmm. going up to worship at the feast, and mm-hmm. uh, and we want to see Jesus. And uh, and, and so you've you got the Greeks coming to him. you got the god fear. you know, the Gentiles yeah, are sure. coming to him. Yeah. So the same so still there, thing yeah. is happening. Right. It's just being communicated in, in a different way. Uh, and there's other things that are going on, for example, in the book of yeah. uh, book of John. Whenever John comes to Jerusalem, he's rejected. Whenever he's up there and you know, in, in yeah. Galilee, in the yeah. uh, Samaria, you know, he's being received, right. and so, so the the way that that right. reality, the rejection, and the gospel going yeah. to the Gentiles, well, is, there's also there's also something going on with like day and night, light and dark, light and darkness. There, there's yep. a lot of really cool storytelling yep. features. Oh yeah, the light shined in the darkness, yeah. and the darkness could not cover yeah. it. So, so there's there's a lot there, mm-hmm. uh, and so we want to give just an overview at, at this yeah, point. Now, uh, we're going to. You know, go go back through all of these books in detail, yeah. Uh, as we have done with some that we've got up, and and so, um, you know, kind of a cliffhanger there. You know, stay tuned. Yeah. In the future, we will be going through uh, the the Gospel of John in our podcast series, but also even at our at the mm-hmm. church here um, later um, this year. We're we're, we're in. Uh, we're going to be in the Gospel of John. That's so. Good. So we we cool. we just want to at this point yeah. give you an, an overview. Yep. There's a whole lot more going yep. on in John, but that that's just a brief synopsis. Yeah. A synopsis. Yeah. So. so it seems to me that when you get through the Gospels, you should really be, I don't know if the right phrase is hammered over the head <laughs> with, yeah. with the fact that these apostles are are special, and Jesus has prepared them to go out with His words, and so I, I think that's. That's huge, and that's going to, again, take us into the rest of the New Testament as we continue to move on. Um, just, but, just to emphasize yeah. that point, yeah, uh, yeah read, uh, uh, you know, you, you can um, read chapter uh, oh, chapter 17, mm-hmm. uh, chapter 17 of that upper room discourse, Yeah, uh, you know, in Jesus' prayer, how, how, how important and yeah. special these apostles yeah. were. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. Well, thank you for walking us through this book, and... Uh, we look forward to to in the future when we're able to go 
through this thing chapter by chapter and really dive in. Um, I want to remind our listeners to, if you haven't already, hop on over to teachmethebible.com or check out the app where uh, we have all kinds of other resources and more resources are constantly being uploaded all the time. Um, absolutely free to you uh, so that you will understand God's word and know him through it. And so uh, we're excited to offer those things to you. There's uh, blog posts, articles, question and answer opportunities, book studies, all kinds of different things for you. So uh, go on over there and check that out. Um, we're going to continue on week after week in this series, going through the story of the Bible. So uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.